Hello. So, Substack has a podcast option, and I thought I would just record something, try something new. It's 2022. I have Jupiter going through my third house, and the third house in a chart can point towards podcasts, newsletters, reading, writing, and researching. Um, I started my newsletter about one year ago, and I had a goal to hit a certain number of subscribers. I don't think I wrote as much as I'd like to, and the way that I write is very similar to how I speak, and I thought maybe speaking would move faster. Who knows? This is my first time ever recording myself speaking, and yeah, I hope I hope it goes well. I'm kind of just doing this on my laptop with my headphones and um, no professional equipment, even though I have so many friends and people who would record professionally with me. I think all you need is, is a microphone and um, a computer, right? So I wrote this 2022 trend predictions based on astrology. Um, about a week or two ago for Substack for my newsletter and I didn't explain why I said what I said. Um, typically in astrology and any sort of horoscopes or delineations, the correct thing to do, the ethical thing to do is you're meant to tell people why you're saying what you're saying. I'm not some all-knowing prophetess as much as I like to act like I am there's reasons why astrologers say their predictions there's a reason why you know I predicted that flip phones were in and grad school wasn't you know I didn't tell you why and that's actually kind of unethical but I mean because of the way that newspapers need you to keep things to 1,000 words with 12 signs each for one month of a horoscope. Sometimes I have, you know, edited out the reasoning behind my delineations, and that has performed pretty well because sometimes people don't want to know what a Venus Cassini is, and people don't care to know. They just want the fun stuff, but I... I think as an astrologer, I take this pretty seriously, and because I take it seriously, I I also want all of the readers and people reading my horoscopes to be able to come to their own conclusions. So I do this in consultations as well, when I'll say this planet means this, and this planet means this, and when they're together, it could be this, or this, or what do you think it means? Because every one's life you know is is special they can point to things that i couldn't see on first look or i couldn't even conceive of because again i'm not an all-knowing prophetess i am literally just an astrologer anyway i made these 2022 trend predictions just for funsies and i didn't tell anyone why and there are a couple of you know things that I looked towards um, and was inspired by in these predictions, um, mainly the Jupiter ingress into Pisces that already happened. 
Jupiter being this outer planet that changes signs about every 13 months or something like that. And, you know, we still have a Saturn Uranus square and also the nodes of the moon where we have eclipses. They change signs about every year and a half or something like that. And so whenever the nodes change signs, we also get different themes because of eclipses. So I guess I'll just go down the list of things that I wrote and explain why I wrote them. In. Cows. I say cows are in because the north node, which is um, the node of the moon's ecliptic, right? This is um, one of the points where eclipses happen. So whenever full moons or new moons are conjunct or opposite this, um, this calculated point in the sky, that is where we have an eclipse. And so with the true node, I know there's a difference in calculation between true node and moon node, and sorry, I don't know the difference in calculations, but I think they're pretty minor. And it's, an, it's a, a matter of preference for astrologers, which node you prefer. Um, so with the true node or the moon node or the north node, with the main node <laughs> moving into Taurus, meaning the south node is going to be in the opposite sign Scorpio, with the north node moving into Taurus, Taurus is, you know, the bull and themes around livestock and agriculture and cattle come in come into prominence um, with the north node moving into Taurus. So that's why I said cows. You know, we already have Uranus in Taurus and have had Uranus in Taurus since around the time when I moved mm, to Berlin. So mm, like 26, no, no, that's way too early. We got a taste of it in 2017, I think, when I was taking Annabelle's astrology class. And then it Fully, it moved, it retrograded back into Aries, and then it fully ingressed into Taurus 2017, I think, because it was on my IC when I decided to change countries. So Uranus in Taurus um, has kind of been bringing up themes around farming and uh, agriculture over the past couple of years. And especially with the square to Saturn, we're seeing unions um, and protests around food production and labor rights and agriculture. And I just think cows in general are in, too. So as the North Node is in Taurus, it's with Uranus and it gets closer and closer with Uranus. And whenever the North Node and Uranus are together... Major moment for cows, I think. Um, yeah, beef prices are definitely um, fluctuating and increasing. I think the North Node is like a hungry increase and in swelling sort of connotation, and so yeah, cows are in. I don't, I don't know if there's like a value judgment there with in and out, um, but maybe cows are just going to be like a topic. Maybe cow print might be a cute look. You know, I don't know.
buying land. Um, yeah, I think I have a similar sort of association with with land and Taurus, um, with land kind of being a, a really important natural resource. And then I go on to say the land back movement in the U.S. And land back movement is kind of part, I think, of this Uranus and Taurus, this, um, yeah, this understanding of where you are right now and occupied territories um, and sort of these rights, indigenous rights. So not just like the labor movement of how we grow food and how the people that grow our food and the way in which our food is grown and the way in which the land is um, cared for, but also like the people who were practicing <laughs> these practices for, you know, however long before us and had like, you know, the technology down pat and kind of were violently kicked out of these places by, you know, foreign people who didn't know what they were doing. Anyway, I think that movement is going to be prevalent as well as Uranus is in Taurus and the North Node meeting with Uranus as well, I think would be interesting to see, um, yeah, a prominent movement uh, dealing with, um, yeah, indigenous rights, agricultural practices, and um, yeah, labor, <laughs> labor laws in the United States, especially. I just say in the United States because that's all I know. I mean, this could be um, appropriate for other countries, but I personally am not paying attention so much. Although, you know, there are, of course, oil wars um, and an oil shortage happening in, in Europe. Uh, and, and Ukraine is extremely rich in, um, in natural gas. And so, of course, it becomes a hot commodity as it does not belong to Russia. It does not belong to the EU. And um, yeah, so I don't really know what's going on there. But I think Ukraine, I also put Crimea <laughs> as part of in on my in list. I think Crimea made its way there just because I, I visited Ukraine recently and I'm pretty obsessed with it now. I'm pretty fixated on it. But um I know the last time that the North Node was in um, Taurus was around 2003. And this was when the EU expanded and got a lot of new countries added to it. And I would be curious to look at the chart, the natal chart of the EU and see um, where, you know, where Taurus is and, and maybe even looking at the Sibley chart the contested Sibley chart that has Sagittarius rising, which would mean that Taurus um, is in the sixth house in the United States is sixth house, right? Uh, no, eighth, excuse me, eighth house. So that being debts, <laughs> the United States debt might, might just be even more in debt. Who knows? I mean, with, with the United States not relying on um, on being able to, you know, 
extort money from student loan interests. It's going to be probably going more and more into debt and the economy is going to get more and more inflated. And I actually, I don't know what any of this means. I'm just an astrologer, but other things that I said were in uh, identifying plants again. I think this is part of a sort of earthy return to nature. Um, the moon in mundane astrology relates to the masses. And I think the nodes and the moon can also point towards trends. Neptune is, is very much like a trend watch um, planet because it's like, what is everybody thinking? What does everyone believe in? And that's in Pisces right now. So it has been for a while. And that, that sort of Neptune and Pisces kind of relates to how everyone loves astrology and everyone loves being spiritual. When, when Neptune was in Aquarius, we were all like, oh, atheism is the only way. Or maybe, maybe it's just me. I had my atheist phase when Neptune was in Aquarius when I was a teenager, but Identifying plants, I think, is also related to this Taurus energy, this uh, fixed earth energy, a, a curiosity of what, what is able to grow. Um, and that's also, I think, growing your own food. I said that I'm going to keep going. So the vagal vagus nerve, um, self-regulation of the nervous system, adrenal health. This all, I think, is wishful thinking. I hope that this is in um, because we have Saturn Uranus still square and I have associated Uranus with adrenal health and, and nervous, the nervous system since Uranus is electricity and our nervous system is, yeah, electric, right? It's our electrical circuitry. Um, and adrenal burnout and, and nerve adrenal fatigue, these kind of buzzwords that I don't actually know what they mean. Um, yeah, whenever there's like this tense Uranus-Saturn aspect in the sky, it could definitely point towards just um, <laughs> being tired or too much excitement and, and needing to sort of regulate and control our nervous systems, which is a nice, I think delineation of Saturn square Uranus is is controlling and regulating our nervous system so I don't know I've seen I've seen some stuff on TikTok of, of people finding ways to hack their nervous system maybe the best way to hack your nervous system is by I'm not a doctor um I don't know but like meditation or or sleeping regularly or whatever I like stinging nettle too. Thanks, shout out to Annabelle. Thanks for that tip on how stinging nettle can can help with your nerves, nervous system burnout. But yeah, I definitely want to look into that more uh, during this next round of Saturn Uranus squares. So again, workers and tenants unions. That is so Saturn Uranus, and we've seen. I'm happy that we've seen. You know. Starbucks, a Starbucks union in New York somewhere, uh, I think in Albany. I think I've been to that Starbucks. Anyway, um, yeah, workers and tenants unions is another, I think, positive 
in my opinion, the positive um, incarnation of the Saturn Uranus square. And so flip phones and digital cameras, that again, is part of the Saturn Uranus square. I think Saturn in Aquarius, people like to be like Saturn in Aquarius is so futuristic and new technology can come out of this, but um, a lot of the Aquariuses I know are like really offline and um, don't have a phone number or want to want to use a beeper or something. So I'm I'm my chart ruler is Saturn and Aquarius, and I love my flip phone and I love my digital camera. So maybe I'm projecting, but I do also see a trend of people using iPods or just feeling so sick of being on their phones and being so plugged into everything all the time that a sort of um, appreciation of the vintage digital sphere is going to be something. <laughs> so yeah, I also said social media hiatus next. I think Saturn, right? Saturn is this planet of self-control and, and limits and in Aquarius maybe deals with the boundaries of social life um, and you could make these boundaries in your social life by how you use social media so whether that's I'm going offline for a year or here's my email address or fully deleting accounts I think People love doing that stuff, especially when Saturn's in Aquarius. Um, so security culture in spite of surveillance. Um, so what, what security culture is, I don't think I'm going to get into here, but basically, yeah, security culture is kind of like resistance to surveillance and it's practiced in, um, I think, like communities of um, uh, <laughs> communities that are, you know, protesting or organizing and, and need to have security culture. So not revealing your government name or not revealing your address or just trying to keep a matters private and personal. Um, because you know that we are being surveyed constantly and, and a lot of people who are doing work related to, I don't know, protest or need to practice security culture or else like could, could very well be sabotaged or <laughs> um, targeted, um, sadly. By police or agents or whatever but I mean I'm not saying that like I'm doing any sort of work like that um, I just kind of co-opted the term security culture um, to reiterate sort of this boundary in our social lives that Saturn and Aquarius can point to um, I also have an idea to do a podcast about Aquarius as a sign because 
it's so misunderstood um and like is it, it it is social i guess you know the day and night triple c ruler is um mercury and then it's uh, ruled by saturn it's domiciled with saturn so it's like kind of feeling like an outsider kind of feeling like a loner but still like understanding the social mechanics of everything but then people naturally whenever they do natural houses which we know are not the way that astrology works they immediately associate with the 11th house and it's like no no aquarius does not equal the 11th house aquarius does not equal friends and parties and being social like aquarius has like a um has has a complex thing that like needs to be different you know at least that's how i felt um uh, sorry anyway i'm getting off going off um on a tangent here but writing letters i think this plays into to my um jurassic technology trend prediction i think writing letters is also really toying it's um physical it's tactile you know with the eclipses and uranus and taurus there will be i think or could be um more enjoyment in writing letters and having nice stationery and writing thank you cards and it's like another way of feeling like you're offline too is to just write a letter um pen to paper you know like that they're not listening you can't you can't get advertised to because you wrote a letter but i mean maybe you can i feel like my phone like picks up sadness in my eyes and like gives me an ad for something that i i was just thinking about i never even talked about it's really creepy so my next in was ethical mysticism i say this because jupiter's in pisces and jupiter is this planet of like law and righteousness and truth and justice as well i think um it, it's freedom and, and truth and universal truth maybe i guess and I think with Jupiter and Neptune together in Pisces, that's where I get this ethical aspect of Jupiter, ethical and mysticism, Neptune. So ethical mysticism. So exposing cults is also part of my Jupiter-Neptune truth dose. Um, I know some people have thought that Jupiter and Neptune together is going to be like, I guess like a new, a new astrology podcast, like Jupiter and Neptune together is sort of this maximum concentration of astrology, astrology's popularity, or whenever Jupiter and Neptune were together with the spiritualist movement in the United States, how there were the seances and everything. I'm like, yeah, like maybe it is going to be max brainwashing, but I also think because it is at the max volume, we could be like, oh, wow, here's the truth about this now. And, and I've seen this in clients' charts, too, where they had, like, a Jupiter-Neptune, Jupiter going over their Neptune natally, and they realized the truth about a lie. And so exposing cults is totally going to be, I think, a Jupiter-Neptune 
um, moment. And I also, it's one of my current research topics on, on a personal note. Cognitive dissonance as well is also, I think, Jupiter Neptune. Um, in order to, you know, um, participate in, in some sense of, of magic and in order to have a little bit of faith, you know, you kind of have to have some cognitive dissonance. Um, I mean, I'm an astrologer and, and then I, I have like, you know, my rational mind that that I've kind of quieted over the years. Um, I don't know, because I've, I've found a way of, of thinking and energies that my ego can't like dictate, but um, cognitive dissonance, totally in, totally Jupiter-Neptune in Pisces. And then another Jupiter, Neptune, Venus, and Pisces, even all together. Fairy tale, fantasy, and fashion and art. I'm thinking like this, like romantic kind of puffy sleeves, and um, I think there was like this Petra Collins photo shoot that was like all fairy tale themed. My friends threw like a Mordor themed vase in Berlin. Um, I think we're gonna see more like. MMORPG aesthetics and like Hobbit core, um, and and maybe not necessarily like the medieval like cave woman thing that I think will only last like five seconds because it's a micro trend, but um, more pretty, more pretty fairy tale like gauzy dresses and. Um, I think we'll see more more of that or even like mythology kind of kind of making a um a comeback in art because everyone has been so interested in like this type of social realism and, and contemporary art that i think it's time to bring back an element of like fantasy and escapism from this world that we are so sick of <laughs> we're sick of it we want to escape that's a Neptune kind of connotation. Uh, so again, with the Jupiter, Neptune, Venus, and Pisces, especially in the spring, I got the frosty filters and the Gaussian blur um, as being in. So some sort of like Vaseline lens, you know. All right, data breaches are in. Um, I. I don't necessarily think data breaches are a good thing. I think um, Mars and Gemini for a really long time um, is like probably gonna be some pretty big big data breaches, right? Um, with, with Mars being the planet of severance and, and breaching and cutting and Gemini being the sign of data. I think um, having good security culture Getting, you know, getting your passwords together. I am very bad at passwords, and so I need to take my own advice, but having your passwords um, in a keychain with like all the random numbers and letters would probably be good. Um, so leaving your phone at home is another one. Uh, I think that's part of the Jurassic technology and the writing letters and all those things. Mea, I already spoke about that. Romance, I kind of already spoke about that. It's this like 
Piscean, cognitive dissonance, fairy tale vibe. So romance is in sign language. Um, I also think sign language is part of um, the long Mars and Gemini transit. I put that in there um, where we're speaking with our hands. Um, I think dance. Um, maybe there'll be some like viral dance videos or something. I don't know. Diss tracks. Again, Mars and Gemini. Uh, fighting with words. Sandals that are held to your feet with string. I think I saw this girl wearing these mules and she like tied them to her feet with a ribbon and it looked so good. And I think that's going to become a trend. It's going to be a Pisces trend, tying, tying your shoes to your, shoe, to your feet. Um, DIY shoes, again. Pisces rules the feet. The Paleolithic era, wow, we're so tired of being on our phone and so tired of this world that I think, like, the modern times are going to be kind of, like, rejected in this, like, funny cavewoman way. So I think, like, we're not looking at vintage, like, 2000 vintage like we're gonna be looking at like bronze age uh pendants that should probably be at like the met but like for some reason you bought them for a hundred dollars on ebay and you're like wearing it as like a weird like face chain that like blocks surveillance cameras from picking up on you know you're shopping at tesco's or something so alternative vaping was one of my ends. Um, I say that as like a Taurus transit. So, you know, this Uranus and Taurus, it's an alternate there too. Taurus rules the throat. And all, all the Tauruses I know, you know, love smoking. And I think with the cannabis industry kind of taking off and, and with Juul or whatever happening, I think we're going to like be obsessed with like, vaping things that aren't tobacco so whether that's cannabis or like I'm gonna make like a lavender vape or like I'm gonna vape some caffeine or something I think alternative vaping might have a moment altered consciousness again Jupiter Neptune you could reach altered states of consciousness not from like drugs or alcohol but also from like meditation and um lucid dreaming astral projection Talking about your dreams, too, I think is really going to be in. Um, Area 51 and X-Files. Um, I probably said that because of these, like, Saturn Uranus squares and Jupiter and Pisces. I think they released some of these documents, like, last year when Jupiter was in Pisces. I have to double-check that, but that's going to come up again. Inhaling steam, definitely, like... With the Taurian sensuality of the North Node in Uranus and these eclipses in Taurus, um, and then Jupiter in Pisces and Neptune in Pisces is very foggy, very steamy. Um, and also for as a way of like treating our respiratory systems, uh, whether like you have had COVID or you're trying to prevent COVID, inhaling steam is like a classic um, way of, of finding like. Uh, good feelings in your lungs. 
being connected to God, again, Jupiter and Pisces. Um, slop, like being sloppy, Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces. That's why I said that. Also, we are so tired of like the neatness and the tidiness of this like Saturnian like perfectionism that I mean, I don't know if it's Saturn or whatever, but I think as far as trends go, you know, you go from one end of the spectrum to the other. And um, yeah, I think like the Instagrammable perfect life, um, it's weighing heavy on our souls. And I think we all just want to be really messy and sloppy. And being sloppy is going to be in, I called it, maximalism again as a reaction against this sort of minimal like Jupiter co-crescent with Saturn moment you know Jupiter's on its own right now Jupiter is like in Pisces where it could like go way 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 above and beyond and so maximalism I mean I've already seen like people wearing ridiculous outfits whereas like just like two years before they were like total like scandy like mod looks and now they look like they're going to clown school so astrology's real um rubber shoes and rain fashion again that's like a jupiter and pisces thing jupiter as a planet is hot and wet um as soon as jupiter went into pisces berlin like got really really warm it went from being super cold to super warm and rainy. It's been a lot, of, a lot of rain. So I think um, rain fashion and rubber shoes are definitely an in. And again, additionally, latex and vinyl and these kind of like waterproof clothing. Rubber made from plants and natural dyes. Um, someone, I think Lisa Schleimer pointed out on the astrology podcast predictions for 2022 um, that the last time that I think it was like a Jupiter in Pisces or Neptune in Pisces, but it was associated with discovering that these dyes that were used in clothing were actually carcinogenic. And I think, again, with these Taurus uh, node, the Taurus node and the Taurus, Uranus and Taurus, um, with Taurus being kind of like a sign that's pronounced this year, um, natural things, things that are from the earth, um, are going to be a little bit more important in uh, terms of like innovation and fashion. So rubber made from plants and natural dyes. I mean, we've already been seeing this, but I think you might see more of this. So Jupiter and Pisces and sailors, sailors and nautical imagery. I mean, whether that's like sailor moon or like, you know, uh, San Francisco vibes, like, Sailors and nautical imagery are definitely a thing. I think beeswax and soy candles, back to like this sort of natural um, goods. <laughs> um, natural instead of like carcinogenic. Maybe the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction could be like, oh, now we understand what we've been poisoning ourselves with, which is where endocrine disruptors comes in, um, which is another thing that I put as an in. Um, neurodivergence, I think, totally in, uh, I mean, or maybe our understanding of neurodivergence. I say that because Uranus, uh, deals with the nervous system, and, um, I think neurodivergence can be maybe a, a symbol of 
units um, on the North Node, these things become more prominent so people are understanding um, that our minds are also different or, or maybe like our minds are overstimulated or overwhelmed by the way the world is and, and kind of looking at neurodivergence a little bit more objectively. I'm not sure. Not sure. It's not a doctor. But I think buying gold is in again um, whenever there is a crash, which I think people are looking forward to happening since there's so much inflation. Buying gold becomes kind of popular. Death doulas. Um, I'm not sure why I said that was in. I think it has to do with like a Jupiter and Pisces thing or uh, yeah. Uh, maybe like a plutonian thing too I mean death duels are more plutonian um, I mean we're facing so much grief right collectively um, anyway the secularization of the serenity prayer um, I yeah I guess this is more like faithful things, um, dealing with Jupiter and Pisces, more, um, yeah, <laughs> dream interpretation, dealing with collective unconscious synchronicity, again, with Jupiter and Pisces, I think it's going to be more, like, commonplace to talk about dreams, and talk about, like, things being, like, weird coincidences, swingers um that's that's a jupiter and pisces thing too and also you know mars and venus are going to be together for a really long time like venus is going to be co-present with mars i think for most of the year there's a lot of like venus mars conjunctions and i think this is just like a general sense of like friskiness looking at stuff under a microscope again uh, jupiter expands things pluto also kind of makes things seem bigger um but jupiter being in its home sign i think it's gonna <laughs> have us looking at things under a microscope i just found a microscope on the street so being esoteric obviously and um having lead poisoning that's that's a nod to me you know saturn is this planet of, of lead and um heaviness um and i have lead poisoning uh and saturn i'm capricorn rising with saturn and aquarius and I'm, I'm about to have my saturn return this year too so i think having lead poisoning is in nudity is in um i think that's part of like the scorpio axis of Taurus and Scorpio and also Taurus too is is so like of the earth and whatever edibles um again Taurus unexplainable come-ups North Node conjunct Uranus being choopy um I don't know if that was just me I, that was just one of my random predictions I think Personally, um, the trend cycle, the this is in, this is out, and all the micro-trends and things kind of shuffling very quickly. Um, I think being chubby is the end-all, be-all of, like, these trend cycles. And eventually, like, you know, wearing, like, studded flats or things that 
are never going to come back are actually going to be like interesting. So again, saying epic fail and derp, like some like vintage <laughs> internet terminology could be coming back. Um, civil unrest due to inflation, that's in. The intersection of art and technology. Um, so putting Uranus in a Venus ruled sign, that's definitely it. Um, I personally think NFTs are like an abomination and I'm a painter and I don't, I, NFTs are one of those things that I'm like willfully ignorant of, but um, yeah, I, they're having a moment. There's nothing I could do about it. I, I mean, what, what is my opinion going to change? So those were my ins. My out list is pretty quick. So out, inflated food and beef prices. That's out. That's wishful thinking. Um, inflated food and beef prices are definitely happening. But it would be weird to say that that was in because I don't, I don't condone it. Um, being afraid to dress up is out. Again, I think Jupiter and Pisces is gonna like make us feel comfortable with kind of like being extra. Same with like the North Node and Taurus. It's like, we wanna be seen. We want our glamor and beauty to be seen um, and kind of toning it down. Right, Jupiter and Saturn together. Jupiter and Jupiter has been with Saturn for a really long time, and that's like toned it down a lot. Um, we've been, you know, inside and wearing athleisure, and it's just enough. Don't be afraid to dress up. Like we need to see some beauty. That's being afraid to dress up is out. So also out, calling yourself an empath. You see everyone clowning on it, on empaths um, online, and um, yeah, that's out. I don't think I don't think calling yourself an empath ever was in. I think uh, calling yourself an empath is kind of just like a red flag. It's it's part of this like toxic uh, toxic woo <laughs> stuff that is going to be exposed with Jupiter Neptune. I think businesses that don't accept cash are out. I think with this crypto boom um, and web 3.0, a lot of people are hoping that cash can leave um, forever or cash is outdated. But the thing is like a lot of people can't have bank accounts and um, cash allows us to kind of pay under the table and, and not be totally tracked and tagged with everything that we do and everywhere that we go. So I think businesses that don't accept cash are out. Exclusivity is out. Um, at the beginning of this letter, I said that in and out lists were quickly said to be out whenever Jupiter went into Pisces because that exclusivity was frankly reserved for Saturn. And whenever Jupiter is in its own sign, everything's in. Because everything is absolutely everything and there is no limit on anything. And so the exclusivity of Jupiter being in the front end is just no more. Exclusivity is out. Um, same with intellectual authoritarianism. We're going to see a lot of it. Saturn is in Aquarius. Um, Saturn in Aquarius is like very rigid in the mind. And, you know, maybe even a little bit of 
taking the bait is out. So I think with like the nodes in Gemini and Sagittarius, there's like a lot of like mind games and a lot of like 4D chess and um, I feel like that's gone. Like we're gonna leave that, we're gonna leave that in, in last eclipse, last eclipse cycle. And that's also where I got grad school being out from. Um, I think we saw like schools and colleges having a really hard time with these nodal transits in Gemini and Sagittarius. And um, I think they, they really like took a major blow. Like academia as a whole took a huge blow during um, those eclipses. And, and now that those eclipses are gone, I'm like, will it ever bounce back? I don't know. Posting is out, um, again, part of like my archaic technology theory. Divine femininity, so out, so out. Because it's part of this similar thing that I'm clumping together, like divine divine femininity, spiritual bypassing, and like YouTube tarot are all kind of part of this like, uh, like kind of like unethical spiritualist like, Mick mindfulness that I am kind of doing a lot of research on right now. But I say YouTube tarot, I've never been able to get into YouTube tarot because as someone who has like played with tarot cards since I was like 15 years old, there's always like a question and an intention before pulling the tarot card. And like the YouTube tarot card reader is like, oh, this this tarot card is just for everybody. Like, there has to be a line drawn somewhere. I'm sorry. I'm never going to get into it. I never will get into it. I tried it once. I just, but it's so popular too. It just makes me so sad. Anyway, revenge and jealousy out. South Node is in Scorpio. Get rid of all of your kind of intense, passionate, controlling emotions. Um, it's sad that revenge and jealousy are associated with Scorpio. Um, but yeah, it's out. It's time to flush out these kind of these kind of powerful, intense feelings of um, you know. So reason I think is out as well as part of this cognitive dissonance is in. Reason is out, this sort of like hyper-intellectualized, like uh, Apollonian like obsession with like things needing to make sense is um where has that gotten us you know reasons out um clinging to a rigid rigid sense of self also out it's not going to get us anywhere seed oils I think that's the new trend food that is going to be out um and, and this is part of, like, I think our understanding of agriculture and farming and getting in touch with uh, where food comes from. Um, that's part of the Taurus Scorpio story. Um, COVID is out. I kind of just put that there because when I was reading this out loud to my friends, they were like, put COVID out. I think this is wishful thinking. Um, hopefully uh, we are able to get a better sense of control of um, our Things. And uh, respectability product politics are out. Um, why did I say that? 
maybe this has to do with like Jupiter moving into Aries or sort of Saturn and Uranus squaring because Saturn just wants to be respected but Uranus is like hey like there are other ways to, to be respected I don't know um wow I just sat here and talked to myself for like an hour well, it's like 15 minutes long. I hope that the audio is okay. Um, <laughs> I hope that this makes sense. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it again sometime. Maybe I'll just do this instead of writing stuff because it seems a little quicker. Anyway, have a lovely um, life because I don't know when I'm going to be doing this again. Okay, bye.